All right, welcome back to another episode of the Burrow Sound, recording here live at the UUIN Collective. I am your host with the most, DJ Czar, a.k.a. Big Turk, a.k.a. Abu Kimchi and Beans. And uh, first of all, before we get into the podcast, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, do all that. Check out the social media links. Speaking of social media, speaking of links, today we got a special guest in the building, Jay Lewis, model, brand ambassador, networker, founder of Starbro. Yo, first of all, thank you for coming on to the show. Appreciate it. Um, shout out everyone that's going to tap in. Make sure you guys tap into this beautiful platform that these guys have. All the creatives, make sure you guys tap in. You guys know what it is, man. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. And that's kind of a good segue to an earlier part of your story. So yeah. tell me a little bit about Starbro, right? That's how that's pronounced? Starbro. Starbro. Starbro, yeah. So tell me about this because you were telling me off air that you were kind of Kind of similar to what I'm doing, like you're building a platform, like helping put other people on. That's correct. That's correct. So initially back in 2019, I started a platform called Starbro. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the time of creating Starbro, I was out west uh, where I lived at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and essentially was inspired by my brother, some creative, Shaquan Lewis, Lamar Johnson, and so on and so forth. Um, and um, there are a couple of peers I work with very well and network very well with and so on and so forth. And basically what they were doing is that they were creating a platform for Scarborough, but there mm-hmm. wasn't an actual platform, right? Where mm-hmm. voices could be heard, where the talent could be heard, so on and so forth. So I decided to create this platform where I could elevate everybody and create a community where mm-hmm. these creatives, whether you're an entrepreneur, uh, model, uh, a rapper, artist, a painter, mm-hmm. whatever it may be, whatever small business that you do, um, I just want to be the voice in the air for the, for the East End and kind of push mm-hmm. and propel those people that are under under as we would say every, under everybody else and not really trying to get to the top you know what i mean so mm-hmm. um, i just basically want to create a space where we elevate each other network with each other right so whether you're a photographer model you know you could come on this platform and then receive that type of service so mm-hmm. that's a little bit about what starbro mm-hmm. was about it was more of a small space community on the east side of uh, the city for sure mm-hmm. and while you were doing what you were doing at starbro how did that impact your branding as an individual, because I know now you're you're very focused on branding yourself as an individual. I see you're doing like a lot of modeling gigs. So was that was it was Starbro something that kind of like held you back from that individual branding? Yeah. So what I realized at the time of creating Starbro was that I, I was creating a platform for everybody else, right, mm-hmm. and not really focusing on myself, right. Mm-hmm. So in the transition of moving back to Toronto, I was like, okay, I was trying to find my lane on what could I do, right. So I was like, you know what, let me start blogging, get a community behind me, and it actually benefited me in an actual good way because that same community from Starbo kind of transferred to my, my modeling following and that support me now to this day. So I still mm-hmm. have that community from Starbo in my personal brand. So mm-hmm. it kind of kind of went hand in hand, but now I'm more focused on myself and what am I, I'm doing in my lane of creates uh, of the art space and so on and so forth, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you were saying back to Toronto. So you left Toronto. Yeah. Uh, where did you go exactly? I went out west to Alberta for a little bit. Spent about maybe five years out there or so. And, uh, oh, gee, five years. Five years, man. Uh-huh. Out, outside of the city, so a place where there's no culture, there's no arts or creatives. There's really nothing really to do there but work, right? So mm-hmm. I was pretty much sitting out there just evaluating the whole culture, the community, and I'm really passionate about it. You know what I mean? So when I came back now, I was like, yeah, I definitely want to be the voice of the city in like mm-hmm. a Charlemagne way, right? In a mm-hmm. positive outlet way, for sure. Um, I definitely feel like I have that positive influence where 
the community will follow and you know what I mean the audience will tap in on what we do right mm-hmm. so did you think it was necessary to have that like outside step like cuz when you're in it yeah. you kind of might not be able to see the bigger picture 100%. so how was it cuz 5 years is a long time and you're it kind is. of having like an isolated 5 years so yeah. were you just spending that whole time just like thinking writing ideas like <laughs> planning no. your return like I, you know what that's one thing i learned when i came back was to actually write down your ideas and i mm. think that was the biggest investment i actually made which was $25 yes i said $25 mm. for notebook um but it's one of the best ideas when i came back was to write down the notes that you actually had but while mm. i was out there i was just observing taking notes mental notes right and just mm. really looking at real influencers and people that are really have this game in a chokehold in the, mm. in a positive way right so just taking notes from them and just taking the gems that i know and just kind of share in my space and kind of uplifting mm. everyone at the same time and not leaving that model of crabs in a bucket out here on the east end you know what i mean mm-hmm. what when you like think back about your experience in alberta what about albertan culture do you feel like you kind of took with you because five years is a long time i'm sure like there might be some habits or behaviors yeah, yeah, yeah. that are like alberta influenced in your life definitely you know? definitely brought structure in my life right organization mm-hmm. right um i think we live a chaotic life here where there's so much things going on, the parties, the events, the the music life, the, the scene, there's so much going mm-hmm. on, but you're not really focused on what you really want to do. So that kind of brought structure, organization, punctuality to my life. You know what I mean? Um, ambition, you know what I mean? Trying to separate myself from everybody else and finding my lane. That's where I got into the modeling gig is just mm-hmm. finding myself and going into the lane that I feel is best for myself. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Had you been modeling for a while before, or this is something you started as soon as like you got back from Alberta? Honestly, initially, if you guys know, my community knows my fans know on the East side, I used to be a dancer actually. So Gee, I actually started yeah. the movie honey too, with my brother and my peers, like Lamar Johnson, Juan Lewis, the guys I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, did the movie Honey? My brother is Vance with Sean Paul on tour, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So I've always grew. I was always been in like the arts and the community, like the the culture of everything, right? The dance mm-hmm. and arts of everything. So, yeah, it just so happened to come that like initially when I came back, I just found my lane and my guy uh, Rich. That's I'm wearing his brand right now. Waves don't die. A mm-hmm. waves lifestyle. Mm-hmm. He actually like put that. We had a conversation and he kind of like said, you know you could do it fam like just put mm-hmm. your mind to it you could do it and mm-hmm. from then on and people that I network with very closely just kind of gave me that that boost of encouragement heading back to the city that yo anything's possible the city's yours and since then I've been you know just been consistent with it mm-hmm. so I was always curious about because I have some friends in the comedy scene for example I yeah. have some friends in the rap scene yeah. but I don't really know too many especially men in the modeling scene like what is that like what's like the politics around that is there like do you just get an agent and they kind of line it up like yeah. are there a lot of opportunities in Toronto for like male models honestly like when I was evaluating Toronto from Alberta I was like you know what if people don't understand Toronto's gonna be like the next New York right in a mm-hmm. business aspect when it comes to creative the rap and the culture so initially I, I do freelance modeling to answer your question mm-hmm. I'm with no agent it's just strictly off of networking it's mm-hmm. like I always believe it's like it's not what you know it's who you know right mm-hmm. so that helped me a lot transitioning back to me getting to the modeling gig and just like you're saying there's not a lot of guys that model and that kind of mm-hmm gave me the encouragement to do it. I'm going to separate myself from the rest of the guys and not be a rapper and not be Mm -hmm. uh, an actor or, you know what I mean? Things are becoming more common, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And my my goal with this is just to bring awareness to the brands that are really trying to elevate themselves to where they need to be, right? Mm -hmm. And um, again, with the audience and the influence that I have, I think that I'm doing a great job doing that, right? So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Is there like a a science to to modeling? Because I always imagined that models were like people who are like you're you're born good looking and then you just show up and then they take pictures. But is there like an actual science or method to it? Because I know that there are some people. It's like when you see them modeling, yeah. it's like watching an athlete play their sport, yeah, like yeah, they're yeah. in character. What's that science like? 
for me, like looking from the outside in, I don't have so much knowledge on the real inside of the industry on mm-hmm. the the models that we're talking about, mm-hmm. right? So the ideal models that we see, mm-hmm. um, because my goal again is to bring that urban and eventually bring the commercial. Because everyone knows the the the, the what, what do we say? Um, uh, Calvin Klein's and uh, yeah, the Gap Abercrombie, and then H&M, like right? So, exactly. Yeah. So I'm not really heading for, for too much commercial. I want to bring more of the urban culture inside and kind of have that be the light of everything. You know what I mean? Especially in mm-hmm. Toronto, right? Because mm-hmm. that's what it is, right? It's community and culture. That's the foundation before anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So were you ever, did you ever do anything? So you did dancing, you did modeling. Did you ever dabble in the music at all? Not really. Um, mm. I'm interested in artist development being more of like an ear for the music, a voice for the music, more like a Charlemagne, having that influence. Not really so much a podcast, but just really having that influence on the culture, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you say like an artist wants to, to seek out some kind of like marketing advice or networking yeah. advice, how should artists be networking in like today's kind of arena with like social media, with TikTok and stuff? Like what is your advice on how they should go about networking. Because everyone says, oh, go to networking, networking. Yeah, but like, exactly. what does networking actually mean, you know? For me, networking is just like sending out emails, being outside, meeting these people, greeting these people, and actually building business relationships with them, right? It's one mm-hmm. thing to like meet somebody and it's like, okay, are you going to follow through on uh, what you, you said you're going to do, right? And that's mm-hmm. one of the main things that I met from uh, one of the guys I network with very um, closely. Um, he said to me, he's like, when I got called for my opportunity, I, I just made things happen. Mm-hmm. And ever since that, I just said, you know what? just got to work work and when we build these business relationships we got to make sure that you execute at the time where it's appropriate right mm-hmm. so yeah so as someone who you have family who are already famous yeah but you still have this kind of like grind mentality i feel like a lot of people in your position might just run with the fact that oh, okay like my brothers are are famous or whatever how did how were you able to kind of like stay grounded and like still have that ambition when you kind of already seen what success looks like very yeah. close, you know, a hundred percent. Um, so that was a part of my growing process out West, right. was just evaluating that. It sounds like I was just interacting with people socially being that having those interpersonal skills. And it was like, it sounds so good to tell people that you have this, or you know, this person and this mm-hmm. is your relative and so on and so forth, where I realized, okay, let me humbly reevaluate the situation. What am I actually doing? That's in the world, like really contributing, like really building that resume where I want to be. So the glimpse of success just gave me uh, a picture, a depiction of where I actually want to be in the next near future, right? So mm-hmm. being that entrepreneur and busting your ass, working hard and being committed and consistent, it definitely will definitely will pay off in the next couple of years, right? So mm-hmm. that's the difference between doing it and saying it, I guess. If you had to kind of mold your next five years, what would the next five years or five years from now, what would that look like for you? What would you want to be doing? Would you want to continue with the modeling and the networking? Yeah, 100%. I definitely feel like this industry, um, especially with the culture, and I said the culture very deeply and passionately because there's definitely a space for it, right? It's like Mm -hmm. you just got to find your avenue, right? And um, I was watching your previous podcast with Mm -hmm. DJ Natural on it, and he Mm -hmm. was just like, Toronto is like, they don't want to, or Canada, they don't want to support their people, right? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. we definitely need to encourage our people and keep supporting our people and really show them that like, yo, there's a market out here for this, right? So we have to go other where, like other places to mm-hmm. do what we need to do and co- accomplish our goals. Um, but yeah. Why do you think that is? Like, do you think that's just something about Toronto culture? Do you think it's the cold weather? Like, why are people like not supportive? I, I can't answer the question for everybody else, but mm. I can answer the question for myself. I like mm. to support. I show love. And I, once you do that, it definitely brings a full circle around. So 
Uh, if you win, I win. You know what I mean? And mm. just being a part of the process and really just getting your opinion heard and being having your hands dirty, right? Is that's mm. what will make you successful, right? It's not mm. running away and saying you don't fuck with this guy, or you don't. This guy's from this block. It's, that doesn't do anything. That defeats the whole mm. purpose. It's like then we're all crabs in a bucket. It comes back to the problem right, where I initially was valuing that we're all crabs in a bucket. We do the same things, but we don't want to work with each other, right? So, mm. do you think um, that's something that I know? That's kind of something you're actively looking to change you'd yeah. rather people work together and to be honest i feel like even when i when i started i started as a rapper and i kind of had that mentality where it's like it's you or me yeah you know so you would see someone like on and you'd be like i'm better than him like yeah. you know like i should be there yeah. but as i got older i kind of realized it it doesn't have to be a you or me it could be like a you and you know what 100%, i'm saying like, 100%. It, there's so much like people out there consuming music that like it can't just be one or two rappers for me. Like you can have so many. You can have so many, right? So, speaking on that, it's just really just uplifting each other, right? And really bring us on, a, bring us up on the same same ground, and not having gatekeepers as we call them, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, yo, I'm only going to let certain guys in, or I'm going to let these people in, where we can let everybody in. But you just got to play your position right. That's the main thing. A lot of people don't know how to play their position, right? So mm-hmm. when you're given these opportunities, you got to make sure that you know when not to and when to do certain things. And you know what I mean? And that mm. that comes with a lot. Like, even though Toronto's a competitive city, we go all play the sport just like you're saying, but mm. we just got to understand that when it's someone's turn to be first place, it's someone's mm. turn to be first place, right? Yeah. So just like you saying, Bo, it was his time to shine and you know what I mean? But there's the young guys like Degrassi and guys in Canada are really just picking up the work, you know what I mean? So... Mm. How do you feel like the East End is represented when it comes to people like assessing Toronto culture and like music and the arts? Like, do you feel like the East is well represented? Do you feel like we're underrepresented or do you feel like we're in our own little like world separate yeah. from Toronto sometimes? Yeah. Like, so most of our, I think most of the East side of the city is like, I think we're very like away from the actual city. Like it's downtown the, the Toronto. culture of the city. Right. But mm-hmm. I feel like we have a, Tons of creatives. Like, a lot of people came out of Scarborough. Like, mm-hmm. Mike Myers came out of Scarborough, if that's mm-hmm. correct. Um, yeah, 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 I think that's, yeah, 100%, right? So, just, like, knowing those things, it's like, okay, like, there's really a lot of guys from Scarborough that really got up to where they are, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But people don't know their history, don't do, know their research, right? But Toronto, um, the east side is Starborough, as I would say, not mm-hmm. Scarborough, Starborough. Mm-hmm. You call it Starborough for a reason. There's a lot of stars out here, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And just like your platform yourself, you're another voice of the, the east end and just mm-hmm. a guy that really wants to create a platform for yourself, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. I feel like we could take over, mm-hmm. but the the West End and the the city culture, the downtown, it's like that's where it really is, right? So mm-hmm. we got to be able to t- dibble and dap in both cultures and both scenes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's kind of hard because the West End, like I would say, the expectation for like, and I would say like, I wouldn't say Six Buzz is responsible for this fully, but like yeah. the type of pe- content people want to consume, yeah. Is, is normally have to do with some like hood politics something you know what I'm yeah. saying so for example someone like me like I might be interviewing people mm-hmm. that like aren't necessarily like gonna talk about like their politics or their hood stuff you know yeah. whereas people they want to hear this like Torontology like they want that, that aspect yeah, 100%, you know what I'm that, that, shout out to Waz for showing me about Torontology Waz, Waz the sauce, but yeah definitely um <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely a lot of politics po- politics sells right and if you mm-hmm. know you know um, but it's just how you maneuver around it right and that was the biggest thing it's like it's an obstacle that a lot of us face out here so it's like it's either you you get involved with it or you don't get involved with it and once you don't get involved with it and you pick your lane you'll definitely do what you need to do right Mm-hmm. I, just, I just feel like it's become so associated with like when people Social think like, and, stuff. and like Toronto rapper and yeah. like like you said like politics sell and on the other side for female sex sell right yeah, yeah, so yeah. like 
when you see these female MCs who aren't necessarily putting their bodies out there, there's probably they can probably spit so many bars, but they're not getting the attention. Same with like male rappers who aren't doing the hood shit, but like they can spit, but yeah. they might not be getting that notoriety or have that aura around yeah. them because like platforms like Six Buzz and stuff aren't necessarily gravitating towards that. Well, a hundred percent. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it goes both hands in hands, and that's where like we have to, as as the minor platforms are building ourselves up. We definitely have to integrate these these artists in these platforms to give them the opportunities because a lot of people don't even have opportunities to do an interview, mm-hmm. much less. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. just creating that space to be like, okay, yeah, I did an interview with that guy, or I was on this platform. They people want to be able to say those things. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it just builds your resume, and it brings it brings that notoriety to for you to transfer transition to Six Buzz because again, mm-hmm. Six Buzz bust his ass off, or mm-hmm. they bust their ass off. To get where to where they, where they got right and definitely they set this they set the bar for everybody else so now it's our job to kind of like it's a competitive city you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta pay to play you gotta play your position right in, in order to get up to there so mm-hmm. that's all it is right and if you network right around the right people you'll definitely get to where you want to be right mm-hmm. it's interesting because i feel like you have to go through six buzz eventually like if you're oh. doing the right things yeah. as an artist you'll end up on there and i feel like that's kind of they've become that gatekeeper like officially almost you know well 100 percent. like they they bring a lot of a lot of audience to our city regardless of the the, the kind of audience they're they're directing or what kind of attention they bring they're the guys that really have their voices just like i'm saying heard for the rest of the city whether mm-hmm. you're in bc vancouver toronto they support the guys that are willing to pay to play behind the scenes or whatever they want to say mm-hmm. or guys that they just network with very closely right so again Keep Six Solid is up on his way too, right? Mm-hmm. So that's another blogging page that mm-hmm. you guys got to look out for. Mm-hmm. Um, Toronto Rappers as well. Mm-hmm. Toronto Rappers is a major platform that's been on 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 platforms for times, right? We have Crossings. Um, they're a new platform that I network with that is up. They're up like 6K within the year, right? And mm-hmm. they just, they do everything. They do newsletters, media outlets, interviews. They'll do your cover art. So tap in everyone. Crossings, those are my guys mm-hmm. as well over there. Um, we got... We've got a lot of those platforms that are up and coming that are established and they're up there, but they definitely mm-hmm. need, we're definitely digging down to where they need to be that six plus level. Aaron? Mm-hmm. So uh, as someone who is around fashion a lot as a model, do you ever think, do you have, do you have like your own like clothing line or would you ever like go in that direction or were you like, nah, I'd rather just be a model? Too? No, a hundred percent. I definitely feel like I'm a visionary, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, Eventually, I will because I've always I've always had the thought of like creating my own logos and having my own clothing brand and like a lot of the models like literally what was funny when I first uh, did a photo shoot when I came back to Toronto was a call for trap suits mm. right um, but everyone's like yo this is your brand da, 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 let me buy some da, da, da. and they got like maybe five or six orders just basically off of me posting right so mm. I realized that what I'm doing there's actually audience tapping into these brands and buying stuff from them it's like yo I have promo codes that they can use and things like that so eventually when I'm down there successful on my own entrepreneurship 100% mm-hmm. you know what I mean that's I don't want to work for anybody I want to be my own boss eventually right so mm. that's a short term kind of goal of where I'm getting but to transition very slowly you gotta you gotta pay to play and you gotta make the right moves right mm-hmm. yeah and even as someone who you're like, oh, I'm a networker, you're constantly probably networking with other people, meeting new people all the time. 100%. So is that someone, because to be honest, you kind of strike me as like somewhat introverted a little bit. Like yeah. you're extrovert. I could tell you're social, but yeah. I could tell like you're probably like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like very to more myself. chill and yeah. low key. 100%. So um, how do you manage that? Um, 
I just realized when I came back to Toronto, the whole Toronto scene is like, okay, again, you could be into the politics or you could be out of the politics. And my way was just stay low key and stay out the way. You know what I mean? And I feel like I only walk with a purpose. And when you know yourself, you walk with a purpose, right? So mm-hmm. I just don't go anywhere and everywhere or because guys are going out to this party, I'm with the shits. Like, that's mm-hmm. not me. I'm more like, okay, is this, is this a strategic move or not? Is it going to benefit what I want to do or where I'm trying to go? Is it not? No. So you won't see me there type of thing, right? Mm-hmm. So that's where... I feel like I, I make the best plays, you know what I mean? Just understanding mm-hmm. myself and know when to move and when not to move and who to network with, right? I'm network when I came back, I was just like interacting with tons of like celebrities behind the scenes and no names of course, but like mm-hmm. just networking with them and building that business relationship with them and just knowing that what they have obtained is more than obtainable, then mm-hmm. come on. The the sky's the limit for me, right? Do you think a part of that was Alberta helping you? like learn to be alone more like did you feel like you probably liked being alone because of that experience like it kind of helped you because for someone who's like more to themselves to like have to talk to people all the time and stuff I know for some people that could be like a lot lot, you know so a part of my what I actually do outside of modeling is what I I, I interact with a lot of people so I have Mm -hmm. to have those interpersonal skills and that's something that I kind of learned out out west right Mm -hmm. working the the jobs that I was working so you were always like that no, 100%. We, we came from Toronto, so I'm mm-hmm. more... Toronto kind of builds you to be, like, more uh, survival of the fittest type of yeah, mentality. Yeah, yeah. So just don't talk Say to less, people. Yeah, yeah, don't talk to people you don't know and mm-hmm. things of that nature. But mm-hmm. I'm more like, yo, it's not what you know, it's who you know. One of my owners of one of the companies I was working for actually told me that. And once that, in, like, got into my mental, I understood, like, it's not what you know, it's who you know. So... Mm-hmm. Trust me, it's not what you know, it's who you know. That brings your net, your networking will bring your net worth. Mm-hmm. They go hand in hand. One of my broskies told me that actually, not my blood broski, one of my dogs that I really mm-hmm. network close. He said, your network, your, what do you say? Your network will be your net worth. And mm-hmm. I was like, bro, I was like, looked at him. I was like, my guy. Like, mm-hmm. And I've just been taking all the gems that I've been getting from my guys that I network with and just really applying it to my day-to-day life. And it's been like, it's been reflecting on my day-to-day lifestyle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When, when you have someone, you know, when I ask you, when you, when you talk about networking, you like emailing, for example, yeah. right? Where's the line between being proactive and like being annoying? Cause sometimes I feel like with cold emails and stuff, yeah. like you don't want to be looked at as spam or junk, but at 100%. the same time, like if you don't make that email, if you don't make that connection, like they may never, ever just, know who you are. Exactly. Right. So, so, but how do you manage not to be annoying? You know, how do you, for me, my transition, just to give you more of like the story and kind of how I transitioned to the modeling game was just the first year I came back to Toronto, I was paying to play. So like the guys mm-hmm. that I actually known that ran brands, I'll be like, okay, I'll pay you your costs. Let's work. Let's build this business relationship. Mm-hmm. Second year into this, I've within the first quarter alone, I had probably eight or 10 brands send me things. So second year in, I showed you just like natural said, you got to invest in yourself. You got to invest mm-hmm. in yourself. just your think craft. about that. You got to invest in yourself. So you got, and in order to like get to where you need to, you need to invest into whatever you do. I even invest on my social media, whether it's boost, mm-hmm. boosting my post sponsorships, mm-hmm. whatever advertisement, whatever I do, I just kind of invest in myself. So the second year I had eight or 10 brands send me shit through the mill. And then, yeah. And then the business relationships that I have with some of these brands, I even alley, alley hooped it to some of my boys that are, are playing professional in the league and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So um, it just kind of works out for me in that way. Yeah. That's how it came out. Could you alley me some free gear? 100%. I'll get you some gear. You know what I mean? I'll make sure you tap into a Waves lifestyle. I'll maybe get you some Grand Slammers. There's a whole, whole bunch well, of lists that I, I I'm looking with. for sponsors, too, for the show. You know what I'm saying? I'll rock a sweater for yeah, the yeah. whole show. You know what I'm saying? I got Bel Air Birch, too, man. I do it all, man. So I have commercial real sponsorships, too. Then I have the Urban Culture Bro, sponsorships. Bro, I, I seen one on your profile. It was like, it was like an Arabic tracksuit. Yeah, Nero, one of my boys. Yeah. That one was hard. Yeah, Nero. It's called that stands for rebirth, right? So oh, okay, okay. Definitely in Arabic. So he's he's on his shit too as well. Shout out Nero. You guys tap in with that whole lot of that too. 
Mm-hmm. Yo, we're actually going to take a quick break with the word from our sponsor. So stay tuned for more Burrow Sound with Jay Lewis. It's your boy Jay Lewis. This episode of the Burrow Sound is brought to you by our friends over at Hello Piffy. They are a cannabis delivery service based in the GTA. You can find them on Leafly, Seven Days a Weed, Instagram at Hello Piffy, and on their website at HelloPiffy.ca. If you tell them that the Burrow Sound sent you, you will save 30% off your order. Enjoy the rest of the show. Welcome back to the Burrow Sound. DJ Czar, Jay Lewis in the building. You already? And uh, yo, before we get more into the conversation, there was a couple of things I wanted to ask. So, you know, I consider you someone who's like representative of the East End. You know what I'm saying? So if you could only like if you had to point someone to the best restaurant in the East End and this is your certified opinion, what are you co-signing? What are you stamping? You know, it could be biased. You're not saying necessarily it's in the East East, like in in the East End in general, like that includes Durham, too. Ah, or are you just saying Scarborough? Scarborough, I'll, I'll say Scarborough, and then you can do one extended to Durham. Okay, you know so saying? are you talking? What kind of cuisine are we talking? Or just doesn't matter. Whatever your favorite cuisine is, it's kind of biased, but um, I would say it's either, <laughs> most most generic thing is Jamaican or Chinese food, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But if I was going to go with Jamaican food, I would definitely say Kitchen King. Big up Kitchen King, Markham in progress. Make sure you guys tap in. 8885 Progress Avenue. Oh, it was um, an Addy. Come on, man. You, you know, know the I, postal I re- code too, Loki. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Um, if I was going to pick Chinese food, I would say uh, Peking Gardens because they've been standing the, lo- the longest, right? They're on Kingston, mm-hmm. um, just off of Felon right there. Felon and Kingston right there. They definitely are mm-hmm. a Chinese spot to go to. Like, I can't lie, like, I, me and my girl, we moved downtown, but yeah. we're both from Scarborough, and, like, we miss the food in Scarborough. Like, there's something yeah. a little more, like, homegrown about it. Like, downtown has bare food options. 100%. But Maybe it's just too many, right? So it's like, yo, am I really going to try it? Once I see an Asian spot, am I really going to go to the next one or the next one or the next one, right? Because you might yeah. think that there's the same menus there, but it comes down to, like, what kind of Asian cuisine are we talking about, right? Mm. Vietnamese, Thai, Chinese, Japanese. It kind of It's kind of whatever you're looking for, right? I'm big on Pad Thai still. Yeah, that's, that's nice. Shit. That goes, that goes. That's good. I bought bumps. <laughs> that bumps, Pad Thai. Thai Express. <laughs> Thai Express. <laughs> Yo, uh, you uh, so you had a fashion show over the last weekend. That is correct with uh, Chosen Designs. Okay, so how did that go? And what is a fashion? Is it chaotic? Like, are you like in and out of out? <laughs> like, what, Honestly, fashion on? shows. Um, I had one previously with Artistic Lifestyle, but mm-hmm. um, this weekend it's just, it's cra- it's chaos, man. It's mm-hmm. hot in the change rooms. People are just finding their clothing, and it's the organizers are just up and down, making sure we're running through her rehearsals correctly, uh, making sure sh- making sure things are running on time smoothly. But um. Overall, it's a great experience because you network with so many people, right? Whether mm. they're in your lane or not, you can meet a, photo- a new photographer, new model that you want to collab with, new brand that you probably want to work with. Mm. So it's definitely beneficial um, in that lane that I'm in for sure. It kind of seems like if you network with someone that you see, so you guys are both in the same fashion show. It's like you guys shared an experience, it's like going to war or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like you're bonded to this person for like because you guys had like a similar like chaotic fashion show experience and that's what happened like after my first ones I went my first couple of fashion shows I started realizing that like there's a community in this like you know what I mean so mm-hmm. like it's just like playing that athletic sport you're talking about like there's females that I've interacted with the first time and I say okay you're at the third fashion show that I'm at oh you're really you're really in this like you're mm-hmm. really so that kind of motivates me to keep going and a lot of the guys in this community are like yo Jay like keep pushing like you're a goat like a lot mm-hmm. of people f- fuck with what you're doing so that just kind of motivates me to keep like really setting the bar for these people in this modeling game especially in the urban culture it's like it's a different lane, right? So mm-hmm. eventually what I kind of want to do is kind of cross band with the music, the influence and and the modeling. And you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that's kind of the end goal of it. But So eventually would you do more like one of one 
pieces where it's like you know like the more unique yeah. like fit, like statement fashion kind of things or, or would you rather just kind of keep it more like swaggy it's actually it? funny because again at this chosen fashion show i went to i wore um uh, a tracksuit from paris that i got from get fresh shout mm. out jabril um and everyone in there was like, yo, where'd you get this tracksuit? Where'd you get this tracksuit? And some, like, it was just crazy. And I was like, yeah, I got it from Paris or whatever. Shout out to Get Fresh. And it's like, yeah, the one-on-ones definitely stand out because Toronto, like, if you're into fashion and you're like, okay, this, you're open to wearing certain things and, like, different designs, it definitely will separate you from the people that want to do the, the everyday culture things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think that's, like, slowly becoming more part of, like, fashion where people are more willing to take like risks with fashion as opposed to seeing it as like weird or like unusual that was that's how I felt initially when I first started I felt like am I really doing this like what people said like I take nice nice photos right but mm-hmm. modeling and being in fashion shows there's a whole different lane like a whole mm-hmm. different ball game right mm-hmm. so understanding that taking pictures is one thing but actually being in fashion shows and modeling for people's brand is a whole different other whole different lane you know what I mean mm-hmm. was there like a run is it like a runway kind of situation yeah yeah, yeah. so Did you have to practice that like you gotta practice it it's different from when there's no one in the room when mm-hmm. the room is filled like she had her 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 venue was over like it was at capacity for sure Mm -hmm. and it was just like as soon as you walk out and some people that I knew like just end up showing up so as soon as I walk out I hit a post boom I see like my cousin and people that I know there I'm like oh my god this is awkward like but you got to maintain your focus right Mm -hmm. so even Toronto Art and Fashion Art and Fashion Week was actually this week so that Mm -hmm. I kind of was in conflict of interest because like I want to go see the show and kind of uh, broaden my horizon because Toronto Fashion Art Week is a big thing in Toronto you know Mm -hmm. what I mean have over 20 different designers of whether whatever it may be like mm-hmm. different unique designs and whatever uh one of my homegirls the three um the inception she's a like a silk designer it's called mm-hmm. the inception um on instagram she she was in part of it on the sunday show but um yeah like i definitely want to tap into those markets too because it will allow me to know a lot more about this fashion and modeling modeling mm-hmm. world for sure it kind of seems like i keep comparing it to a sport because it's like you are like live and you have to perform and yeah. like so what's the What's the practice like? Like, how many weeks in exa- in advance, for example, did you know? Okay, I have like this runway thing, and then how do you start practicing? Like, do you watch videos like how to walk down a runway? Like, what's the process with, with modeling? <laughs> I do that. So when I'm taking photos and po- pictures, I use definitely use Pinterest as a FYI. That's mm-hmm. a gem. Mm-hmm. Um, but the modeling, it's definitely like we do to go through rehearsals and things of that nature. Uh, probably two or three prior to the show, or maybe two max, and then one of the day, uh, one on the day of, and mm-hmm. then. Um, as I said, it's different from when people are not in the room. And then when people are in the room, it's like, holy crow. It is a sport to answer your mm-hmm. question, right? Because the height, the length, the picture, the demeanor, you can't just walk like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm in a fashion show like you're on the street, man. You got to stand up tall. Like, it's a, it's a structure. To it. it's, a, it's a game. It's definitely a sport for sure in this. So you're comfortable in those, like, pressured situations? Because, like, you, you can't really mess up. Like, you know, like, it's not like you're going to... Because, I don't know, I feel like if someone falls, for example, yeah. right? Like... You can get up and like do your best after, but like, yeah, that was the moment, you know? Yeah. So for that, to answer that is like, you always have to remain focused no matter what distractions in the room at all. Um, I usually, I just, I just find a vocal point in the room and just say, you know, stick to that and just look straight there. Don't mind what anybody's saying and just Mm. focus down the lane. Right. Um, There's a lot of distractions in the fashion show, man. People Mm. just like, you could take a wrong pose. You could stop at the wrong place. That might fuck up what the photographer is doing. So Mm. that all plays a part into the fashion show. hundred percent. I don't know if this is going to be inappropriate to ask, but like with models, like 
Do you just see them snorting lines during shows or? Definitely not that. I'm definitely not around that one, but um, if I they just do... imagine that that's how it goes down. <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not. That's not the scene that I'm in, of course. Um, But uh, that was a good one. That's a good one. That, that's definitely not the scene I'm in. Um, I haven't witnessed that at all, of course. But if it does happen, I'm, I'm not involved. With no, that but on a more serious note, like there is like a physical expectation with models, like especially with like fitness and like looking good. And I know 100%. a lot of people will do like crazy diets or like they'll, they'll be a part of like crazy lifestyles to maintain their physique and yeah, like yeah. their modeling. hundred percent. And I, I realize that as the difference between a freelance model versus just being uh, a commercial or agent model, you know what I mean? So the agent models, definitely when you go on their website, they're asking for your height, your weight, how much you weigh, your waist size, this, that, the third, like everything. They want to mm-hmm. know everything, right? And if you don't even qualify for that, you're not getting to the next side of the the, the, the agency, right? So mm-hmm. I was like, why would I want to do that, right? And then when it comes to work and stuff like that, it, it, there's pros and cons to this, right? So with the agency, you're getting more commercial gigs. So the billboards and the H&Ms and depending on your agent, right? With mm-hmm. the freelance, you might just fall into the photo- the creative director that's shooting for- Local fashion. Ex- yeah. Not even that. Like even the creative directors that- There's a lot of Toronto creative directors that that shoot for major uh, companies. Like for example, Kappa Official. Like one happened a couple of weeks ago where the creative director is from Toronto and they shot for that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So- just understanding and networking with those people might give you that opportunity to end up on a commercial billboard is what I'm saying long story mm-hmm. short or on that website of that, that mm-hmm. brand that you want to, that you're so dying to, to get to. Mm-hmm. And I realized that you said something earlier was like emailing can be annoying, right? Mm-hmm. I did that with Roots one day, Roots Canada. Cause I'm like, you know what? One of my boys emailed it, for, uh, um, got a gig with them. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try the same thing. Mm-hmm. They emailed me back saying, yeah, we don't have the budget for an influencer right now. When we do, we'll get back to you. So it's like, mm-hmm. okay, how many people do you tell that to yeah. X, Y, and Z, right? Like, we sure, we sure Roots is a multi or a million dollar company, billion dollar company. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys have a budget for that. But nonetheless, shout out Roots Canada. <laughs> I'll, I'll, you guys will come back one day, but the price has gone up. Yo, you, you think they're, they they lost that, the, the chokehold they had on Toronto people with the sweats? It isn't even, oh, they, oh back <laughs> in high school, had, the I salt and pepper track day, too? Yeah. Oh my God. Everybody and their best friend had that. Even my mom had that. Like, you know what I mean? My sister, she stole it from me when she was pregnant, for God's sake. So we, <laughs> everyone wanted that salt and pepper root track too. So I have that community roots if you want it. All at me, J Lewis underscore underscore on Instagram. Yo, would you ever get, would you get ever get an agent? Um, or is that like, I prefer freelancing or like, it depends. Right. So I think as I gain more experience and gain more knowledge, that's what comes with the agent. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, I want to bring, I want to build my profile to bring to someone. So just like we said, no one's going to invest into you unless you invest into yourself. So I'm in the still investment stages. And I realize that, and a lot of people don't realize where they are with their arts and craft. They expect them to be here when they're really not there. Right. So Mm -hmm. It's definitely going to build my profile and then then introduce myself to these guys and say, this is what I have to offer, right? Mm. I think what you're doing is good because, like, first of all, we only hear from female models sometimes. 100%. And even then, not really. Yeah. And especially, like, I can't even think of, like, male models in Toronto. If you tell me who's the most famous male modern model in Toronto, like, yeah. I wouldn't be able to tell you. Yeah. So it's like, you're kind of making it relevant by being a voice as well as opposed to, like, oh, I just take pictures. Because, like, you know, there are a lot of models, but... It's like, it's about the the mindset behind it, I feel. You're right, right? So I think a lot of things with Toronto is they go for the influence, the the influencers, right? So the influencers that look good or just like you're saying, natural, pretty, like Mm. that's who they go for and that Mm. already have a community following them, Mm. right? But we have the guys that are really serious about this modeling gigs and want to really, you know, I have that influence and the modeling gig. So I'm just trying Mm. to make sure everything networks and goes. It's like a full circle for me, right? And make Mm. sure everything happens where it needs to be happening.
a great way to network is to throw parties and you threw apparently a crazy party <laughs> that I, I, I actually yes, think Was did show me about this or I think I might have seen it on IG but Aries very own yeah Aries very own it, def- it definitely went um, it kind of went you know social media viral in my aspect of over like 5,000 views on my, my reels in such a short yeah, time yeah. me and Was shout out Was the sauce the guy my camera guy Jeez. he's the guy behind the scenes that's a shooter make sure you guys tap in as well uh, for your needs but he was the guy that got all the footage and it was amazing it was my first event um i brought a lot of creatives out in one space a safe space of course and we turned up we had time with movie uh, with the with the music by the, the djs and the live entertainment with the strippers you know what i mean so it was it's shout out to the venue too lang kang man um but definitely was one for the books man to start off but to many more man make sure you guys stay tuned we're definitely gonna get more into uh, involved in that scene so is it like how involved are you in throwing the party is it like you just like if you say i want to host an event and i'm yeah. like yo jay lewis is doing it with me does that mean just bare people are gonna come like is that how you got that many people that's my end goal Right, yeah. that's my own goal. I'm very big on quality over quantity, right? So I rather mm. have a very uh, a quality a quality party ever so often. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people that I mentor or some people that I observe very like that are in this game, this is what they do. They do one off parties, which are mm. more successful than having consecutive parties, right? Mm. But if you need hosting heat, shout out my brother, late night Leno. He definitely has the game in a chokehold right now. Mm. Um, he's a mobile service. They go anywhere with their parties. So just make sure you guys tap in, and as long as you guys do do clean business, we're good, man. How did you? like make sure Aries very own was a success. Like how did it end up just being packed? Did you like send out mm-hmm. invites? What did you, was there like a team of people? Definitely. It was me and obviously my supporters, the people that I really, that support me, my day to day people, my cousins, my Brody Yogi, mm-hmm. my, my girl, you know what I mean? My mm-hmm. partner, my partner, you know what I mean? Um, but definitely, she definitely supported the whole process. They supported me. Um, but I just made sure that I got the right people on the team, right? So whether it was the DJs, because I know, you know a lot of people like to listen to good music in Toronto. Mm. So the DJs play a part. Who's hosting it? Mm. Shout out to Late Night Leno. Um, shout out to DJs, DJ Sizzle, DJ Natural, Superfame, Bod Styles. That they all have a following in the city in the DJ, the DJ mm. way. So I was like, okay, mm. get the right DJs, get the right hosts, get the right venue where people are like not away, away from their environment and, you know, um, and yeah, I just came with it. So the party actually allowed me to see like there's a lot of following behind who I am as an individual. So mm. it just motivates me, encourages me, inspires me to do more. Right? That's really what I was trying to do with my vision. So with doing more, like when when would you say is the next event? Honestly, I, I, was, I was contemplating um, doing one this summer, but everyone wants to get their, their parties out this summer. So let them have their time to shine, right? Uh, but if you guys stay tapped in, we're definitely in the works of something in the progress. Um, there's a couple of parties that are going on with my ne- people that are in-house, of course, mm-hmm. um, that they're doing. But um, definitely tap in this summer. We're definitely going to have some stuff for the movie. Um, MTL, DJ Natural, May 14th, that's going on, June 24th. That's a correct date. That's going on. They have Alcohol Bacchanal Part 2 mm. uh, featuring model coming in. So make sure you guys tap in. All the Gellum tap into that. You don't want to miss... You guys, If you guys miss the first one, I'm telling you, you don't want to miss the second one. I'm telling you that for sure. So um, definitely tap in with DJ Natural too because he definitely has that party scene in a chokehold for our generation. So mm. that's why I really network with him, man. He's definitely next up. Mm-hmm. Speaking on Natural, he was speaking on like the the promoter scene in Toronto. Yeah. You're 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 a promoter too. Yeah. So 
what what he said about oh it's like clicked up and they're reluctant to give people their props like did you find that as well we have the we're like-minded individuals that's why we say there's crabs in a bucket right so mm-hmm. we're more like our generation wants to work with each other and to make sure everybody wins instead of mm-hmm. having like the top people the next generation that's older than us it's like no we're the gatekeepers we're doing this by ourselves they don't want to give the guys an opportunity right so mm-hmm. uh, even my, myself that's where I really put DJ Natural Was the Sauce uh, Bodgel KT mm-hmm. all these DJ Sizzle you know what I mean that's why I really I'm really that voice behind them. Like, yo, these guys are next up. Like, they're really mm-hmm. the next generation. Whether you guys like it or not, they're next up as promoters, camera guys, mm-hmm. DJs. It doesn't matter what they do. We're really in this shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're passionate about it. That's why That's why we want to go far. We're really passionate about what we do, right? And mm-hmm. that's it. The young entrepreneurs are trying to take over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How are you able to build that credibility to where, okay, if Jay Lewis gives you a cosign, then it's valid. Like, how did you build that trust with with like other markets and other people like when did you build that rap it's just more like business relationships right the generations of of my siblings that helped that played that was a little uh, of uh, a part that played up well in my my, mm-hmm. my credibility mm-hmm. and just being outside and being who you are right um a lot of people gravitate towards people that are genuine that are honest that mm-hmm. are transparent there's no mm-hmm. alternative motive behind what they're trying to do um yeah, and like I feel like our generation, we we understand each other. We want to see everyone win. We want to help each other win on the right way. So I think there's not there's no excuse behind it. Just like you're giving me this opportunity, shout out you guys mm-hmm. again. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Uh, Scarborough Sound, right? Make sure you guys um Burrow Sound, Burrow Sound. Sorry, sorry let me saying. do that again. Okay. Burrow Sound again. Make sure you guys tap in again because they're definitely a platform where we want to elevate each other, bring the creatives into the space. So that's same what we're ways, about. Same ways. I appreciate you coming because Was was telling me like about you yeah. and like having that like connection too and also like as much as I'm giving you content you're giving me content too like Vice I can't versa. just interview no one you know exactly so like I think that mentality of like let's both get you know like you get what you want I get what I want and it's just like you know it's like collaboration yeah, right? exactly. this, is what business, this is what business relationships are about right it's mm-hmm. networking right so just helping you create content and giving myself content and that's what it, people want to see they want to see valid content they want to see consistency whether mm-hmm. it's on your platform my platform from whatever lane you're in, right? They want to see Wasasaw shoot. They want to see DJ Natural mm. play his play, do his DJ and shit. Mm. You know what I mean? They want to see the promoters promote in the right way, right? They want to see the creators create. So that's what we're here to do. That's our purpose. So we're just here to serve our purpose. That's all. And with the collabs, like it, it takes us away from like that finesse mentality where it's like, what can I, what can I get off you? What can yeah. I, you know, like slime you? You know, like yeah. we get away from that mentality, and then I feel like everyone's just gonna start winning after that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's just about embracing that mindset. Yeah. So like even. Some of the brands right or like the camera guys i realized that switching up my camera guys and switching up the brands that i'm working with i realized that that was a big thing for me right that's mm-hmm. how my collaboration for myself actually worked out for myself you know what i mean collaborating mm-hmm. with these photographers that are outside i brought their audience to my my page vice versa it's like yo who's a shooter i want to mess with this shooter now quality over quantity right just so it's better to do that than to just work with the same person 100 percent, right mm-hmm. um i was not necessarily just the one person but you just want to make sure you're cross-branding yourself right and just having another audience tap into what you're doing and that's what i realized mm-hmm. that i it was benefiting myself right so shout out 4k cam my real shooter behind the scenes shout out pay my next shooter behind the scenes and shout out pops visual the people that have been holding me down for the last two years in regards to shooting my, my content shout out wasa sauce i gave my first event though because that was a movie that was a movie but yeah man all the shooters are in the world man they're definitely tapped in and in the world is a saying that i really i really fuck with right it mm. means just the people that are really tapped in right mm. they're in the world they're not just doing the nine to fives or just whatever you know it's on the block chilling they're actually tapped in they want to do something that's creative right mm-hmm. purpose right mm-hmm. oh man 
First of all, thanks for coming through. I mean, we had like kind of a a nice long episode, but I feel like you dropped bare gems. I feel 100%. like I could ask you like you could keep going on the conversation, you know keep saying? going on because I'm about to show this guy my music. Like, yo, what do you think? You think I can make it? Like, uh, <laughs> I, I would hope so. I would hope so. <laughs> yo, what else? Uh, what else you working on right now? What do you want the audience to be looking out for? Um, what I have in the works is just creating just more content with brands. I have a couple brands to keep shooting for. So make sure you guys tap into my uh, content. I will be starting a TikTok very soon. So again, make, make sure you guys tap into that. I will drop the username or the handle very soon on my Instagram. But if you don't follow my Instagram, it is Lewis. That is J-A-Y-L-E-W-I-S underscore underscore. Make sure you guys tap in for your model content, your, bron- your branding content, and up-to-date trends, of course. So um, that's it with me. Just stay tapped in, man. And Live with purpose, guys. That's all it is, right? Community foundation. Yo, real talk. Thank you, Jay Lewis, for coming through. You already. I'm sure this won't be your only time on Burrow Sound. We'll Definitely have you not. come back to, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> You're right. You already know. Thank you for tuning in to the Burrow Sound. Shout out to UUN for letting us record here. Make sure you Sir. like, comment, subscribe. And uh, yeah, until next time. Tap in.